pour up if it's wind down time or grab a nice coffee if you're on the way to work. Whatever you need, make sure you have a drink in your hand before we start this episode. Welcome back to Thirsty for Therapy. I am Courtney, your forever host, for those of you who don't know. And we are back with another episode. Based on the title, you're probably going to be here for a minute with me today. So, welcome to the party. But first, we're going to play catch up a little bit. Um, you know, same old, same old, still working, going to school, trying, 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 trying so hard. Not to hop on a old-ass 70 Volkswagen van and drive to the middle of the grasslands and start growing food and live the remainder of my days in the back of a van there because sometimes, sometimes, I just be wanting to leave all this shit behind, just drop it. Like, that's what stress feels like, just wanting to leave everything where it is. It doesn't matter what you're leaving behind. Like, of course, family will hear from me, but as far as this whole, like, committing to work, committing to school, committing, committing, committing. No, tired of it. Um, I'm actually really overstimulated because there's so much, so much I want to work on for myself, even down to like working on myself physically. Like I wish I could have, I wish I had the time to work out. I wish I had the time to, I don't know, just do everything that I haven't had the time to do. Like it's so much going on right now. It's a huge transitioning period for my life and everything is just chaotic. So I'm just ready for everything to get settled back in. And I feel like I live in a a U-Haul storage house right now. Like, everything's packed up. Like, it's just a lot. So if you're listening and you're also going through a lot, I feel your pain. And it's never, it's like it's never enough time in the day, like, to do everything you have set aside. Like, you can have a full bullet list of things to do and you won't have time to do it. And it's just because... School makes everything really hard, like really hard to obtain and really tight. Like I can't do much with it being the center of my attention right now. Sorry, y'all, my coffee is so good this morning. Like it's warm. I love it. But even in the midst of trying to get through things, we continue to push through. Um, If you're in any type of school, you're listening. I know your pain. You're not alone. We fucking got this. Like whatever school you're in. It's an end. It's an ending. And just look forward to that. That's all I can say because I'm counting the days. And as we all know, education is the passport for the future. And tomorrow belongs to people who prepare for it today. So we got to go out here and get this shit, basically. But anyways, (laughs) with that being said, let's dive into our episode topic. And first and foremost, I want to say life is good. Life is great. Life is so enjoyable. It just be these little niggas. And I wanted to do this topic for someone else, so it has no relation to me at this time. But trust me, I know we've all been here and none of us have even scratched the surface of what this title truly even means. Um, So I won't be talking from my perspective that much. I'll be giving, you know, feedback based off of what I've seen people go through and just kind of being that therapist couch to some people who are going through this right now. I feel like a lot of my heartbreaks were self-inflicted because I knew it would serve no purpose beyond great measure and or it just started off so wrong and I chose to continue to entertain it. So I do take responsibility for a lot of things that were really, really hard for me to get over. And 
I'm sure there's a lot of that going around. Sometimes we're so comfortable where we are. We start to formulate false conception of reality when it comes to these little relationships, situationships. We start to think, hmm, I guess this is close and I'm going to get to perfect or pick the best liar instead of writing this shit out and seeing what else the world has to offer. Later on down the line, even if that means being alone for a little minute. So, like, just based, sticking to this shit, like, seeing what is later, what is next, what is coming, like, what is the unknown it's like we have to fill that void so quickly. It really like the alone really helps us realize, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. I would never sit in something that's like not benefiting me or supporting me or serving any fucking purpose. So the alone is what helps you realize, oh, that's what that is. Like I've watched and observed a lot of shit while being alone. And that's just made me want to remain by myself. Um, You got to be fucking kidding me. Like I'm not even going to go into detail, but me being by myself is awesome compared to looking at some of the shit that I see some people dealing with. And I'm like, why? Why the fuck? It's like you continue talking to someone you know can't fit that size 12 shoe because you know they wear a size 6. But you put expectations on them knowing good and well. It's not going to play it like that. Your friends can tell you a million times. Your family members can tell you 8 million times. But you never get the picture and so everything is right there in front of your face. Blowing up in the worst way possible. C4 blowing up, gasoline, cigarette underneath a car, bath and body works candle unattended for six hours straight, blowing the fuck up. And I feel like at this point, as a bystander, like I said, who knows exactly where the shit is headed. I get annoyed. I get annoyed and triggered. Triggered because I went through it. Annoyed because come on now. And honestly, I dreaded doing this topic because it's so draining and I refuse to deal with or go through shit like that ever again. And being out of commission for eight to nine months over it doesn't help either. But it's like, it happens. And what the fuck else can we do other than sit in it and, you know, reach out to our immediate family and friends to be there as support? And sometimes your family and friends is beneficial, but sometimes we really be the blind leading the blind. I say most of the time. I, I say that all the time. But for one thing, I can feel that shit in my spirit when it's not playing out how I want it to or how it's supposed to. And it's two things that I live by when giving people access to me. I'm pretty sure I've said these before. Never let them play with you more than once. And when I say play with you, I'm talking about something drastic, something that you can't let slide, something that doesn't make any fucking sense, something that's going to set the tone for the entire situation or relationship. Two... You have to read between the lines when it comes to shit. Everything's not face value or surface level. It's not what someone's telling you. It's not the objects in the mirror are closer than they appear, basically. <laughs> Realize there's a difference between relationship and companionship. Some of y'all are really good pals with these niggas. Like, you're not your homeboys. Y'all are good friends. And you have to look between the lines. Look between all the sweet nothings. Look between the pillow talking. Look between the millions of texts throughout the night. All of that shit means absolutely not nothing. Realize what pulling away looks like and feels like without having to ask for justification and explanations for reassurance. A lot of shit is never going to be presented to you 100% straightforward, authentic. Like I said, gaslighters, gaslighters and narcissistic motherfuckers do exist. Like, people are gaslighters. People are narcissistic every single day. And half of these niggas don't even have balls to keep it real with you. They don't. They are children who stay with mommy and daddy and you're expecting them to be honest and talk shit out like adults. That's crazy. Look beyond the fact that you fell in love with the idea of someone 
you thought developed this closeness through unlimited text messages with no autocorrection. Like, look beyond everything that was said, everything that transpired, all the words, words this, words that, yin, 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 that's all talking. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Though we wish it did, because it's like you're talking and I'm listening and I'm taking everything in. That's not the same closeness that you guys develop because you're getting close to a person through a text message. You're getting close to a person based off what they said to you, but they haven't done anything to display what the fuck they're talking about. It's the old saying, you know, I want to see actions, not words. Same thing. Same thing. Hasn't changed. So with that, just normalizing the fact that people just be talking your head off and it don't be meaning nothing. And that was the hardest thing I had to grasp because I was like, well, this person said this and they say this and he feels this way. Their words, what are they doing to back up their actions? Absolutely nothing. And I'm not much of a person to to speak on the word trust, because what? (laughs) But you can't trust everything someone says to you for face value. Some shit is just bonkers. It's it's wild and it's unbelievable and you should never be believing it in the first place. Niggas who make up excuses for every fucking thing and hide it behind something is not, half of the time, it's not the truth being told. And you know that. But you want to believe it for whatever reason. I don't know. But that one thing that you believe that's absolutely fucking ludicrous can set the tone for the entire whatever it is you have to go through for the next months of your life. Look beyond the fact that you fell in love with the idea of someone you thought you developed this closeness with. And don't get me wrong, I'm not telling you not to be happy and try to shit out for yourself, but there, this is just a gentle reminder not to get caught up in the hype of fooling the world you have a boyfriend of the year or season for some of y'all. And your nigga's a deadbeat. Like, let go of the fantasy that you want to prove to everyone and think about what it really is. My very first boyfriend, that's all I did is hold on to the fantasy of what I wanted him to be. And when I went to bed at night and laid on my soft, luscious pillows in my head, it never was that. And that caused, that was the most unhappiest thing that I've ever went through. Like, I felt like, I felt miserable. I felt like I was living a double life. And I was only like, what, 18? So of course, shit doesn't matter now. But... Back in the day, it's like, you're not really happy, you know that, but you're walking around as if you are, and it's like you're wearing a mask. Don't do that when it comes to something like this. Being realistic about the company you keep is the first step to protecting your feelings. Trust me, I'm not the nigga guru, but I have observed and examined the patterns of the species. (laughs) And I don't play around my emotions and hands something that appears to be so unstable or so unsure. That's the worst place to place your trust. No. In this day and time, it's nice to have someone around you, but it's not the end of the world if you don't. It's a huge mess to clean up when you're holding on to something that isn't a reflection of you or doesn't satisfy you in most ways that you crave and desire. And you're sitting here staring at it like, what am I supposed to do with this? After all is said and done and after it's parted ways, after you've gone through all of these emotions and distress, you don't know what to do. And it's because you shouldn't have to do anything. You should have left a long time ago. And I don't like being the should have left person. I never tell anyone what to do when it comes to that. But like I said, sometimes we create our own hurt because we know what we're supposed to do and we don't do it. And that's a part of growing up and being mature. And I'm sorry, y'all. I have to be my self-worth again today. But you 
cannot walk around high and mighty with these crazy ass standards, this crazy ass ego, boss bitch attitude and continue to let bottom feeders speak to you. And that's me putting it nicely. All that ego and demeanor can really go down the toilet if you're fucking with a nigga who doesn't possess half of what you gotten for yourself. Half. It doesn't mean anything. You can tour five countries and make seven figures a year, still be misbooked and busy, cash out, cash in, and still not be at your fullest potential because you're running behind someone beneath you, expecting them to run this race with you. And they can't keep up. We gotta stop that shit. We're doing it to ourselves at this point. And I'm, trust me, in this episode, I know we all wanted to cry and boo-hoo about being heartbroken. But one thing about hurting in the moment, you're going to hurt. But after you're hurting, you got to think about how the fuck you got here. You got to think about where it all started at one point. You got to look beyond everything that goes up into flames in front of your face and hurts you in the end. We got to look at the beginning point. We got to analyze. We got to dissect. Naturally, we're going to think about everything the person has said to us. That's natural. That's human human nature. But after all that, we really have to figure out this is also a two-way street. And there's something that could have been done differently to avoid this explosion. And I'm not saying if you would have assessed it differently, you wouldn't have had to go through it. Everything has a, a time stamp on it. Everything has an end game. Everything has an expiration. But it's ways that things things can be handled differently to take care of yourself better than, better than other ways you choose to go. And for me, it would be snipping shit at the root when it's time for it to go versus letting it grow out to the end and having to deal with it. Like, I'm going to give you guys the analogy of one of my plant babies because I love them so much. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, that don't know, ooh, God, I can't talk. What time is it? Tripping. For those of you who don't know, the monstera is my favorite plant, and when the monstera grows a new leaf, it unravels, it unfurls. It, it's like a, it looks like a road joint, like it, it's rolled up, and it'll unroll over time to sprout a new leaf. And think of the plant, think of it growing. So when I first got her, she was a baby. She had like maybe five leaves. Now she's like huge. But think about how when monsters are in the ground, their roots grow out on top of the soil because they need a new pot. So if you let your monster grow and you don't repot her, the roots are going to sit on top of the soil. And they're just going to go everywhere crazy because they have crazy roots. They're root bound. And that's how they stay together. So everything's just going to look crazy. And now when I, when I need a new pot, the roots were everywhere. And I was like, I got to get a new pot. I got to get a new pot. Pots are kind of expensive, by the way. But basically... Back on back on track. <laughs> if you don't replant that monster, what's going to happen? The roots are going to continue to grow above the soil to the point where she gets crazy and out of control. And it's the same thing with the relationship and situationship. If you don't get it under control, if you don't move it when it needs to be moved or get, I wouldn't say get rid of it as far as the plant analogy goes, but if you don't take care of business, it's going to go crazy. It's going to go everywhere. It's going to be a mess. And it's going to outgrow that small ass pot. Just like you're, that person's going to outgrow out of your life or go whatever direction or go left field, go right field, go to somebody else. Go, it's, it's going to basically the bottom line is going to be a mess. So if you don't take care of what needs to be taken care of, 
it's going to go crazy. And it's going to be a huge mess to deal with in the end. And who wants to do that when you could have done what you needed to do in the beginning? I didn't want to replant my plant when I could have redid. I could have replanted her when I needed to. But I sat around for months and months and months and it went, it got crazy. To the point where I started losing leaves. Um, she stopped growing. You know, it stunts the growth. Not taking care of business when it needs to be taken care of stunts your growth. It, it, puts a, it puts a pause in your life and it holds you back. That's exactly what heartbreak does. It is a fucking pothole on the street when you could have just went around instead of going through it and now your line is fucked up in your tires. So you really have to make smart choices for yourself. And I wish that someone was here. I wish that I was here to listen to myself when I went through what I went through. But at the time, I was just so angry and I had nothing positive to put in my ears. Like, I just, no. But it's shit like this that helps because in the moment of everything crumbling before you, you don't think about anything other than no, 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 I don't want this to happen. But everything happens for a reason. And if we're being completely honest, we're going to take responsibility for ourselves, even though niggas normally don't do it. Some of this heartbreak is self-inflicted. But of course, at the moment, nobody wants to talk about that. You can't make a person take accountability for something when you know they're not going to. There's no need to do all this explaining and begging and pleading and proving. Like, it doesn't matter. The person already has up in their head what's happening. You might as well save your breath and your energy and your time. You're wasting it. And... That was one thing that I had to realize to do. Like, put the fucking phone down. There's no need to sit here and plead and argue with somebody who obviously doesn't care whether you get your point across or not. It's a waste of time. And also, you wouldn't even be here wasting your time if we made better choices. Nobody wants a companion that bad to the point where they just hop into something so bad with fear of being alone because now they'll get you down the line. All because you continue to chase after something that was never meant to be in long term in the first place. <laughs> now we have this fucking mess again. I feel like as a woman, we don't always give ourselves credit for who we are. And that's crazy. Because we always want to flex the best part of ourselves on Instagram, you know, TikTok, in general just having nice things for ourselves, enjoying life, being happy with how we bless ourselves. But we don't speak on deadbeat ass nigga who contributes almost nothing to the big picture we have set for ourselves. Doesn't bring anything except for maybe 10% of happiness because that's that's the only spot they can feel, the only time they take up. Not to mention you're so critical of everything else around you except the shit that you know is not hitting on nothing. Everything is... Everything is diabolical except for the nigga in front of you who's doing absolutely fucking nothing. Today and forever, I need you to be done making shit fit in your life because you picture it a certain way or because you determined to have it a certain way. That's not how this lifetime works. Because you're not really happy. And being in a relationship and a situationship is not solving a fucking jigsaw puzzle. It's not figuring out what a person feels every other day of the week on Tuesday versus Thursday, next week, uh, next month, 
are we going to be together in a year? Are we getting married? It's not that. It's just being in it and enjoying it for what it is, taking it day by day. Every day brings you closer. It's really like a fucking friendship, honestly, when it's starting off. It's not it's not a barter, it's not a bag, like it's literally you sitting there and enjoying your time with someone. And that's all I fucking care about right now. I don't know what shape or form that comes in. I don't have to ask you, what are your intentions or what do you imply or what are you, fuck no. Whatever you're bringing, if it's good vibes and good energy and stimulation, you're welcome. I'm not in a rush to title anything because you see where that shit goes. Down a fucking rabbit hole. I'm not being, I'm not against marriage. I'm not against anything deeper. It's just that. In this day and age, everything is a gray area. So enjoy it while you can still see. And the writing is always on the wall. You just need to clean your glasses so you can see. And, you know, people say, oh, love is blinding. Love is blinding. I wouldn't say love is blinding. Pure infatuation is blinding. And you can be so obsessed with a person to the point where you don't see what everybody else sees. And that's why I said, when you're on the outside looking in, you see everything. Sometimes I see my own shit before it even happens. And that's a spiritual in me. And I, sometimes it's a, it's a curse more than a blessing. But it helps me prepare for what I'm about to go through. So I can't complain about that. But you literally have to put aside the pure infatuation and remember what the fuck you're looking at at hand what's in front of you before it gets out of control before you get out of control and take and take it for a ride and everyone appears to be tougher than some other people they process emotions differently they don't fall hard they understand but even though we all have these different emotions and all process things differently we have one thing in common we all get hurt whether we're a tough cookie, whether we're a soft cookie, whether we're a fucking burnt cookie, whatever that means, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We all get hurt and we all have to deal with that same thing the same way. We all get played. No one is exempt. And we all have to figure out how to deal with it. And you really have to remember who the fuck you are and keep it pushing. And that probably won't come to like two months after. And I know it sounds unbelievable to even think about that right now because you're like, you're so in like with this person. You put them on a pedestal and you need to bring their ass down to where they were the first time y'all started talking. Because the, the infatuation is what has them up so high in your head, so high and mighty thinking that it's in the world because they're not speaking to you anymore. Take away all the emotions and feelings, memories. Who was that person to you? What's the last thing they said to you? How do they handle that? All of this need to be what comes to mind. I say it all the time and I'll say it again. It's low vibrational to talk to and date motherfuckers who are beneath you. <laughs> it's low vibrational. We have to start doing it. Once you get over this hump of despair, you'll start to fall in love with yourself again. Or other shit you forgot about in the midst of worrying about someone who would never put you before themselves. I can't even remember what it feels like to be sick behind shit not going my way. When it comes to these niggas. Because the only person I put expectations on now to make me happy and love me unconditionally is myself. Because I know I can take care of me. If nobody else. And that's why I don't have kids. Because I don't know what day I'm going to wake up and need 
whatever for my emotions or to process myself. I'm a young adult trying to navigate life and dodge these niggas like fucking dodgeball at all costs, all costs. I don't know what day it's going to be for me. So I don't have the time to take care of my daughter or son right now. I don't have the capacity to be looking out for anything other than myself emotionally and, and physically. But the more you hold on to something that isn't feeding you in more ways than fucking food and dick, the further you float away from what you really want underneath all that surface level shit. What do you really, really want? Of course, half of y'all want to be married. Exactly. So don't, don't even do that. Don't even do that. Don't even put the expectation on somebody who's not even showing up for you to get down on one knee. That's crazy. Stop talking to motherfuckers who have designer as a personality or wouldn't even know what owning a car looked like if it ran them over. Low standards in here. <laughs> Please. Just enjoy life and what it brings right now. Remember who the fuck you are and deny access. Deny, 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 deny. That's one of my favorite things to do these days. Favorite things to do. Because you know about to talk to me. But in the spirit of giving you all some coping advice, I have some tips for you. I have some tips for you. And I hope you like them because I have, I developed them last night and I thought they were really, really good. So basically, when it comes to being by yourself right now, solo, dolo, single, whatever it is, figuring out your life, navigating these waters, I would say the first thing that I did is I made a list of my strengths and achievements. And I did that because sometimes when these things end, self-worth is what you need to replenish. It's what you need to boost yourself back up. You need to remember, aka remember who the fuck you are. So I made a list of strengths and achievements of things that I've done. And if you're anything like me, I move pretty fastly with achievements. Pretty fast. Like I get several things done accomplished in a year that I didn't even think I was going to do, but you know, A, I'm blessed, B, I'm focused. So I wrote down everything that would be a win to me, everything that I'm strong at. Um, For me, I don't know what I wrote down last year. It's, it's kind of a blur now. Don't have my journal with me. But anything that you've achieved, anything that you feel like is a confidence booster that you are good at, write that down. My second bullet point was practice good self-care. Eat a balanced diet eat a balanced diet do not stop eating do not these niggas that didn't stop eating for you they're still eating trust me good so eat a balanced diet exercise when you have time and make sure that you get enough sleep go to bed not be up scrolling go to bed find the new hobby for me, I don't think I found a new hobby. I think I resumed a hobby that I already did before that I stopped doing. I I make jewelry, so I started doing that again. And that felt really, really good because it's like, oh, I'm back in my zone. This is my familiar place. I also read, but reading doesn't really count as a hobby. Well, I guess it does for some people. I also read, and that's one of the things that I increased back again. And this podcast was started off as a hobby. I The podcast was born because, you know, exactly. So find something new to do. That can take up some of your time. 
Then, four, I wrote down, you don't have to be in a relationship to feel connected. There's other ways that you can stimulate yourselves that is not considered intimate or in a relationship. Catch up with some friends, even though I'm like, bitch, what you doing here? You've been going this whole time. And that's why you don't cut your friends off for a nigga. Anybody who listening. You got you need your homegirls always. You need your family. But um you don't have to have that intimacy to feel connected to something close to something. A lot of people go buy pets. I wouldn't recommend to get a five thousand dollar dog, but you can take care of someone else's dog <laughs> or you can go visit your family. You can go hang out with your friends. That's still you being connected to someone. And let your friends and family help you feel connected, you know? Um, you That's why I said stay in contact with them. Reach out whenever you need to. And just keep in touch. Keep that relationship there. I've had so many people in my life. Well, not in my life, but I've seen so many people who get partners and forget that they've had family first and friends who supported them through all of their despair you need a team on your side because nothing is always going to go as planned so you need somebody in your corner so stay in touch with those people and manage your expectations that means don't get on the net seeing Lori Harvey and whoever y'all know I don't know his name but I know him Seeing Lori Harvey and her many lovers, seeing Jordan Woods and her boyfriend, seeing, for some of y'all, Ari and Moneybag, and just fantasizing over the relationship. Oh my God, she has a bundle of roses on his car seat. Oh my God, they're so happy. That's what I want for myself. No, manage your expectations. All those happy pictures that you see on Instagram, all that shit on TikTok is one side of the relationship. It's from one spectrum. Keep in mind that even in happy marriages and relationships, things, conflicts do still exist. I'm not saying all oh, the people are not really happy. I'm just saying, like, manage your brain to the point where you're not looking at it and wanting something because you see it for what's in front of you. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know what these people have. They're just putting out the best parts of themselves. That's what social media is in the first place. Putting out whatever looks good about their life so you can see it and fantasize over it. Manage that shit. Don't get carried away from looking at it. It's just a picture. And date yourself. Treat yourself. Now, don't go out here and blow a whole fucking bag, but treat yourself and take care of yourself. Do things, do the things that make you feel good. Even if that means sitting at home and watching hours of YouTube videos and eating snacks for the day. Don't keep eating that bit. But (laughs) just enjoy yourself and treat yourself to something that makes you feel good because right now you feel so low. And why not boost yourself back up? Though some tangible items are temporary and that feeling will go away, it doesn't hurt to treat yourself to things that you like and want to do. That is perfectly fine. Everything feels like an escape right now because you feel like you're running from what's really, really happening inside your head. But eventually over time, you'll forget that you're escaping and you'll just know that this is what I was doing before. I'm getting back to what feels going for I'm getting back to what's me. I'm not escaping. I'm just living. And for those of you who are <clears throat> single and ready to mingle, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what to tell you. Because I would never tell you to go on the dating apps. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but if you're single and ready to mingle, um, take your time. 
to get back into it, don't compare and contrast the person to the last person you had. That's what I'm saying. This is not even a topic that I even want to speak on because for the title of our episode, we're bad bitches with broken hearts. Well, not weird because I'm not. You're a bad, bad bitch with a broken heart. Can't speak today. And you need to take time to heal before you're ready to mingle. Do not do the whole switch the nigga out, replace. I get it. It sounds good. But y'all see where Summer Walker is. Exactly. It sounds great, but take the time for yourself to heal. Take the time for yourself to think and even process because one of the worst things you can do is not process shit and down the line and get in something else and it's unprocessed with something else, somebody else, and then look at you. Another fucking big mess. More shit you got to unpack because you didn't unpack it the first time. Don't do that. Give yourself time. And don't force anything. If anything feels forced, don't do it forces causes for me causes stress so i'm not about to go out here and force myself to speak to people like you and me people trust me this world is full of endless connections don't make don't make yourself feel like you have to get out here and get to it right away because your time clock is clicking clicking ticking whatever you have time take that time for yourself and at the end of the day Always remember that your happiness doesn't depend on the person. It all lies in the hands of you. So whatever you choose to think about, whatever you choose to glorify, whatever you choose in life with anything, just know that it's you're choosing it for yourself and no one else. And that's why it's so important to make decisions based off of who we are and not who somebody else is and not how we imagined our life. Not uprooting ourselves for a person who can't even commit to us, who can't even keep a simple promise. Definitely not for no little ass boy. It doesn't even exceed the age past 26. That's crazy. So you really have to put you first in all areas of your life. And my mom used to always tell me, even when you're with someone, you're not really with someone. Nobody belongs to you. God didn't put you on this planet and say, here you are, I created you, my child, and this this person also belongs to you, so they can't go anywhere. I feel like sometimes we can be so territorial and we get so excited about those little titles. And to these little ass boys, they mean nothing. And we know that. And I know we want to backtrace and be like, well, they said this, or they did this, or they gave me the okay, or I, I felt like this is okay because they let me in and da 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 Come on now. Let's be honest. We all know we fucked up at the start. And even with that, even with going along with it and being with someone, you can't lose a part of yourself and the fantasy and the idea of that relationship or situationship you still have to be you still have to hold yourself to a certain standard and not let everything slide and i have been grilled 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 for talking to people who don't amount to the worth of me but the truth and the truth and the madness is we all do it no matter how established we are in life no matter what we have going for ourselves we could be at the best point of our lives possible. Like I said, life is always good, but it just be the other shit that you let in that doesn't make any fucking sense. Don't be <clears throat> so low. Don't have such low standards to the point where you just let anything get by. And then you get so upset when it doesn't work. It's not for you, baby. It's not gonna work. It was never for you. A lot of this shit don't be for us. But the thing is, this is the rodeo. And you gotta ride that shit out. And everything comes to an end. 
most of the time when you're fucking with somebody who's a child, the ending is not beautiful because they don't care about the end. They just want out. So they're not considering your feelings like you're considering theirs. So you really got to hold your head up high and just keep going. Like I said, I don't really have... It's like I never know what to say in situations where there's some other people around me go through it because I'm dramatic, y'all. I'm not going to hold you. I'm very dramatic. Um, And once I get through something, the last thing I want to do is be reminded of it. And I always say this. I write this in my journal a million times. You never want naked problems when you're not not going through it yourself. When you're not dealing with it yourself. I don't wake up and think about how, how I'm single. I don't wake up and think about why I don't go on dates. I wake up and hope that nobody speaks to me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not like that. I just wake up and I'm thankful that I don't have to deal with riffraff or bullshit or surface level shit. Like, there's no reason for me to even bargain with you or bribe you or talk to you or try to convince you to see things my way. If you're not cutting it, you got to go. And it wasn't always like that when my vision was cloudy, when I really, really love somebody. But when I don't and I can see, absolutely not. And that's why it's like, if you don't have nigga problems, you don't want them. Because you feel like yourself and you work on yourself. You did the work for yourself. So you don't want to be around shit that you know has no substance. Or you know has an ending. It looks like a fucking mess. But as a part of being supportive and being understanding <clears throat> and really caring about a person. Because when you go through things, nobody can un- nobody ever experiences what you're going through except for you because it's your situation. And that's the, one of the things that I had to tell myself. It's like I'm venting to all of y'all. I'm telling y'all how I feel. I'm crying to y'all. But which one of y'all really understand what I'm going through because you didn't go through what I went through? You don't get it. It's not you. You may have went through a similar situation, <clears throat> but you still can't feel what I'm feeling. You still were not with me in that person. You didn't hear all the things I heard. You weren't physically feeling anything from that person. It was me. So I can expect you to understand. And it's the same thing with me being there and supportive for my friends. I can't 105% understand what they're going through because I wasn't there. I'm just trying to be supportive as much as I can. And that's the only thing you can do is be supportive. But this message is really just a gentle reminder that we have to remember who the fuck we are in the situation and not get lost in the sauce because it fucks us up in the end game all the time. All the time. And it sucks. But it's not like you won't get through it. Because you will. But I hope you guys enjoyed <clears throat> today's segment. I always lose my voice for some reason, but I'm speaking. I don't know why. So I hope I don't sound like a frog. <laughs> and I hope you guys have a great day ahead of you you know today is tuesday so i hope you get to listen to this in a tranquil scene and if you have any last on their mark clear my throat i promise if you have any questions or topic discussions that you want to submit to the email please feel free to do that it's thirsty for therapy the pod at gmail.com that's for the number not the word and make sure you subscribe to the show by following so you guys can get the updates on the next drop and 
Don't forget to leave ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, whatever platform you're listening at. Don't forget to share with your family and friends. I look forward to all that's coming up soon with the pod. We're getting on down the line. Honestly, it's April. What's what's today? April 11th? April 12th? I think it's April 12th. And no, it's April 11th. Sorry. And I honestly didn't think we would be so, so quickly gotten to almost 20 episodes. We're almost here. So I'm really happy for the growth of the podcast. I'm so excited. But I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time.